1: It's Red Eye Radio. Gary McNamara and Eric Carley talk about everything from politics to social issues and news of the day. Whether you're up late or you're just starting your day, welcome to the show from the Uniden America studios. This is Red Eye Radio.
0: All across America and around the planet Earth, we are Red Eye Radio. He is Eric Harley, and I'm Gary McNamara. We made it to December first. Yes. Made it. Thank you for being here. Also, December 1st leads us right into a weekend, which is always cool. Uh, You know, the debate last night between uh, uh, Newsom and DeSantis really, at times, uh, really, it got down, it it became a manure show. Yeah. It really did. Uh, Literally.
2: This is a a map of San Francisco. (laughs) There's a lot of plots on that. You may be asking, what is that plotting? Well, this is an app where they plot the human feces that are found on the streets of San Francisco. And you see how almost the whole thing is covered because that is what has happened in one of the previous greatest cities this country's ever had. Human feces is now a a fact of life, except... When a communist dictator comes to town, then they cleaned up the streets. They lined the streets with Chinese flags. They didn't put American flags there. They cleaned everything up. So they're willing to do it for a communist dictator, but they're not willing to do it for their own. Just- <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. It's uh that was it was powerful. I mean, it was really it, it was there were so many dreams crushed last night <laughs> on the left. Mm hmm. Uh, it, it's. I mean, it it really was a red versus blue thing. That was the whole design. But it was so well done. I think delivered so well by Governor DeSantis. Um, there's just no way to debate him. You know, the few times Newsom tried to make a point, he had to lie. You know. It used to be, this is the problem where where Newsom is and where their party is. Back in 2008, Barack Obama could say, hope and change. And everybody went, yeah, hope and change. What does it mean? Well, the brilliance of it was it meant everything and nothing. You could, you know, blank canvas. Just apply whatever you thought. And you could talk in the abstract. And we started talking about, you know, the whole idea of the cocktail socialist, where you can stand around in, in a room and talk about these ideas in the abstract. great deals hey i have a great find in your bargain hunting journey book online at motel6.com use the code cpredeye to get 15 percent off your stay at motel 6 or studio 6 with almost 1500 locations across the country there's almost always a motel 6 or Studio 6 nearby, and truck parking is available at most locations. Enjoy a clean, comfortable room at a price that's a real bargain when you use the code Redeye, that's the letters cp Redeye, all one word, for 15% off your stay at Motel6.com. That is a bargain. That's just something I've noticed. Brought to you by Motel 6. The problem for people like Gavin Newsom, where the party is, their party is now, is where we said it was going Mm -hmm. way back then and for years. It has ended up, and the reality has hit, and you can't deny the reality. They're not talking in the abstract. They're not debating ideas in the abstract. It is the very policies that they put into place have brought about a harsh reality for a number of people. And for anybody who's a critical thinker, or anybody just paying attention, you don't even need Governor DeSantis to point it out. But it was last night, I think, one of these, I don't know if it's a reset for the Democrats, I don't know if Newsom comes away learning anything from it, I I doubt it. I think if there's no self awareness and you live in that blue bubble, you're probably always going to live there, and you're just going to do what he did. He's just laughing it off. The side by side, by the way, was horrible. Him with his arrogant laugh, you know, and smile, and just shaking his head. It was like this guy is absolutely clueless. Well, you you hit it because you you talk about because I remember, and, and I'm sorry, but when I see Newsom uh, up there. I just I can't because of his chiclet white teeth. I can't help but relate directly, and I'm not saying that as an insult. I'm just saying that's what he has, mm-hmm. and it looks exactly like Biden against Paul Ryan for yeah. the vice presidential debate in 2012. Yeah, and right. Biden effectively, and this is a this is why again I think a lot of conservatives were looking and Republicans looking and going, oh man, you know uh, Newsom could just clean up over, uh, you know, DeSantis, because they've seen it before. Mm -hmm. They've seen a Joe Biden who should have no way ever, ever beat Paul Ryan in that debate. He beat him. Mm -hmm. And it was a sad night for Republicans. And Republicans have had such a hard time communicating the fact. All we have to do, all Republicans have to do is tell the American people, 70% 70% of you agree with this. That's where we stand. Yep. 68% of you agree with this. This is where we stand. They haven't been effective in doing it. And DeSantis was as effective as I have seen. I if Maybe I could go back in my memory and see just a debate that was more slam dunk. Off the top of my head, I can't. And part of that is... Because as what you said, we have reached, when you are talking hypotheticals and when you're talking things like economics, and we brought this up yesterday when uh, we talked about um, uh, the uh, uh, late uh, writer-economist Henry Hazlitt, who talked about the fact that in his book, I think it's Economics in One Lesson, that in economics, the left will sit there and say, If we give you this, you'll be helped. And they won't go beyond that. They can't go beyond that. And in economics, you have to. In economics, you have to go beyond, we're going to give you money, and everything's going to be fine. Nobody is hurt if we give you money. Mm -hmm. Well, now we know somebody can be hurt, finally. Because when it's a hypothetical Yeah, And you talk about, well, you know, businesses are going to have to raise their prices. No, they don't. No, they don't. Keynesian economics. It's it's not going to happen. Keynesian economics is the way to go. It always works. Well, we now know. And we don't know just because intellectually. It's not intellectually that we look at economics and go, okay, if you spend a dollar here, well, then some, okay, that dollar that you give them. Well, you're paying interest on that and you're taking it from somebody who is putting it into productive purposes that would increase the productivity and efficiency of the uh, economy and create more wealth. You know, nobody wants to hear that. Right. But the fact is, that is the reality of what happens. But now, you don't even need to do that because people feel it every day with inflation. The cost of saying, you know, the cost of saying we can give you money and there's no repercussions has been blown right out the window. Everything now from the border to energy to inflation, everything has now hit reality. And so you're defending something and saying that's what's happening in your state is a positive. And then they got in the stupid little arguments, you know, Mm. because I look at it, you know, because uh, they got in the argument. Did you see how DeSantis was how they were attempting to say that DeSantis was right in saying that more people were moving from California to Florida mm-hmm. per capita. Yeah. You mean you said DeSantis was right. They were uh, trying to say Newsom was right. Yeah. Newsom was Newsom right. Yeah, the was, left right. was yeah. trying to say yeah. per yeah. capita. Yeah. Sorry, I, I'm very, and he, they are two different He people. didn't phrase it that way. No. And it's like per capita. What are you talking about per capita? But the fact is they were talking simply California to Florida, Florida to California, How you judge it is how many total people are moving out and how many total people are moving in. Right. Because we know where the big differential is right now is, uh, again, between California and Texas. Right. That's where you had, what, 50% more people. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, no, 100% uh, 100 more. Yeah. Because it was like 47,000. Uh, from Texas moved to California it was a hundred and something thousand moved from yeah. California. it's over hundred percent. So, yeah, over hundred yeah. percent more. Yeah. That That's where you would look at it and, and say that's the big one. But California's losing. California lost, uh, what was it, uh, 300 uh, something thousand and uh, I think it was California or uh, Florida gained a million. So And that's how you look at it. And they were here trying to, you know, get it down to, you know, Florida with 50 states. Well, people move all over the place. But it's what is the net net number of people moving out and it's been done how much actual money tax dollar money they've lost from income taxes which was in the tens of billions of dollars and i think florida gained because those people went down there and then paying it you know uh paying taxes whatever they may not be paying income tax but they're paying other taxes property tax whatever it Was like 80 billion dollars mm-hmm. in in, in, revenue. Uh, in revenue that went to uh to uh to florida So that they got a little dumb there, and then it was like, Well, I'm talking about per capita. Stop it. Yeah. Yeah. If, if, and and I thought about that when that came up, when that argument came up on social media during the debate, I thought, Wait a minute. Is that how they floated this to Newsom? Hey, if you, if you phrase it this way, because he said, Let him fact check that. Well, they did. They did. And, If he was going to, and he didn't phrase it that way, the whole per capita thing. By the way, the per capita thing would be bogus. But I thought to myself, did they in a meeting go, hey, here's where we can actually show a positive. I would have said, yeah, no, thanks. I'm just going to see if I can avoid that topic. I don't know why he showed up except for the fact of the blue bubble. He's never been outside that setting. This is his first national debate stage. Whether it's official or not, isn't the point. Outside of that blue bubble, the reality hits. This isn't a back and forth on social media. It may not have implications. It may not change how the election goes in 24. But one thing that you have is, Someone who is a prominent member of the GOP, Governor of Florida. There's a difference between a political promise in the abstract and acknowledgement of reality. Yes, great way to put it. Great way to put it. People are looking for that acknowledgement because they keep hearing from this administration, the surrogates, including Governor Newsom everything's great. You just can't see it. That's a slap in the face. When they're going home and at night after the kid's in bed, they're wondering, what do I have to do? And I then, can't get by much further on credit cards. This has got to come to an end. When a price is going to come down and they're not seeing it. And where Newsom became, I think, delusional to most people is when Hannity asked him the direct question, what kind of grade would you give Biden? Yeah. And A... And then talked about his age and cognitive problems. And DeSantis said, no, no, I'd vote for Biden at 100. Yeah. Like 100 Newsom years, said. Yeah. I, I don't, what am I saying? Biden. DeSantis. <laughs> that Newsom said, mm-hmm. uh, I would vote for uh, Biden at 100 instead of DeSantis. Right. Yeah. That's which, by the way, his entire party, the entire Democratic Party, their concern, their primary concern, they will tell you is his age. If they're being honest. When you're taking an opinion that your own party, yeah. Yeah. the vast majority, right. landslide numbers right. are against, right. you've got problems. right. They're look, They want you to be the guy. Yeah. And you've got all this adoration for the president. And you can't acknowledge the truth. You're either a liar or you're clueless. Eight six six ninety red eye.
2: This morning's USDA farm report is brought to you by Howes
3: Products. Tested, trusted guaranteed since 1920. If you are one of the over 22 million of us buying a real Christmas tree this year, what can we expect prices to be? Last year, Christmas tree shoppers were hit with a pretty hefty price hike compared to 2021. Christmas Tree Association Executive Director Tim O'Connor says the median price we paid in 21 was about $70, but in 22 it was 80. So what about this year?
0: Well, we would anticipate it would probably go up a little bit, but not as significantly as it did last year.
3: Tim says growers last year were hit with a 70 percent hike in fuel prices, 200 percent increase in fertilizer. And O'Connor says yes for growers this year.
0: There has been additional inflation, but not at the rapid pace we saw in 2022. And so we don't hear that they're passing on big price
3: increases. But, of course, if we buy from a retailer or charitable group, they set the final price we pay, and obviously... A lot of pricing is out of the growers' hands. This is Gary Crawford reporting for the U.S. Department of Agriculture.
0: This report brought to you by Senex
1: Fuels and Loops. We'll be right back with more Red Eye Radio with Eric Harley and Gary McNamara.
0: TriState Radio. He's our Carly, and I'm Gary McNamara. All right. So officially, it wasn't in. Uh, I, I it wasn't in the uh, Christmas shopping season, but uh, the numbers uh, came out. Uh, incomes moved up 0.2 percent in October. All right, and that's softer than was expected, and softer from what we saw. Definitely softer from what we saw in the summer. Yeah, for in the uh, in the third quarter. Uh, they re- uh, Americans reduced purchases on new cars, uh, and spent less on gas, of course, because the cost of oil declined. Right. So yeah, uh, savings rate has fallen since the end of the pandemic, but it did tick up a 10th of a point to 3.8%. Hmm. The burst in growth in the third quarter appears to have faded. The other thing was housing. Yeah, New starts. Um, you know, you you had a drop in in housing. Uh, it was down uh, one point five. Median forecast. Actually, uh, earlier I had it. I had it backwards. The median forecast actually uh, was for worse, but it was only down one point five. The median forecast had it down a full two points. But um, you're going to see, you know that housing is going to drop because the interest rates that's, that's how that's going to play out until interest rates start coming down. And there are a few exceptions to that. We talked about the um, article the other day that pointed out that it's on, on the repeat buyers for homes. It's the older demos now that are leading that pack and people that are using basically they've got their, their equity, equity yep. in their old home to buy a new home. And and that was something that, you know, that was to be expected too because you're going to need that cash fewer people are going to want to borrow that money at such a high rate. There are some exceptions to that, but you're going to see that continue to slow until they turn it around. Bank of America's still saying that the Fed will even though they're going to increase rates maybe one or two more times. They'll start to decrease rates. They'll start dropping rates by the end of 24. I I won't try and predict what Powell will do. Maybe. I don't know. But if we get into recession territory, that's typically what they would start to do. And I don't know what their target would be if they start lowering rates and how long that would you know go on and how aggressive they would be. But I guess we'll see. Uh, Unemployment report will not hit today. That won't be till next week because today is the first. So the uh, employer surveys are not complete. Uh, ADP numbers, the private sector uh, payroll company, uh, those um, uh, payroll numbers won't hit until next Wednesday because we were still in November this Wednesday. So uh, but we'll see where that goes. That'll be interesting to watch what the unemployment starts to do, because typically that's what that's the whole point of raising interest rates. You want to slow the economy. And and the design is, and one of the indicators is, that you start seeing higher unemployment. And we'll see if that uh, turns out to be the case. You, know, you, you look and we see the, you know, we see the consumer demand uh, that was up over the, the summer. Are we in a situation where companies, again, in normal times, might have been laying off but hmm. don't want to lay off? Because it's so important to have those workers there, because of the labor shortage, I think that, that could, could be—that's a, a, a great point and a great question. It's a question. It's not a, well, statement. Yeah, I I, I a there, statement. I think there. I think it could be a great question, um, and and very. I'm very curious to see if that is the case, because you know there's this revolving door, and maybe you want to solve that and not lay off when you typically would have in the past.
1: You're listening to Red Eye Radio from the Uniden America studios.
0: And he is Eric Harley and I'm Gary McNamara. Welcome and uh, g- uh, good morning. Uh, just uh, more audio from uh, from last night in the debate than a couple of the stories that we want to uh, get to here. But uh, this is... Uh Ron DeSantis at one
2: point tried to say that California was the freedom state. I just kind of laugh, like you're locking people down, you're doing all this. Uh, But then I thought about it. You know, California does have freedoms. Uh, that some people don't, uh, that other states don't. You have the freedom to defecate in public in California. You have the freedom to pitch a tent on Sunset Boulevard. You have the freedom to create a homeless encampment under a freeway and even light it on fire. You have the the freedom to uh, have an open-air drug market and use drugs. You have the freedom, if you're an illegal alien, to get all these taxpayer benefits. So, So those are freedoms. They're not the freedoms our founding fathers envisioned, but they have contributed to the destruction of the quality of life in California, and the results speak for them Themselves, people are leaving the state because they have failed in addressing the homeless population.
0: Uh, mm-hmm. We want to make it clear that when uh, he talked about the freedom to defecate and then uh, pitch a tent, those were two separate issues. He was not being redundant. Right. Correct. That's it's it's so <laughs> bad. Uh. In California, and there's no way to debate it. It really makes you wonder why Newsom even showed why you would even agree to it. I think and the only reason you said he would do it is that he's never stepped outside of that blue bubble. Something we've been talking about. He's never been on the national stage. Oh, you can go back and forth on social media. That's not a debate stage. And it really looked like a presidential debate last night. Yeah, it did. I think the presentation yeah, it of it was, was great. That's the way it should look. Do you know what I was worried about when they said, okay, it's going to happen? I was worried that they would do the Charlie Rose version. I don't mean without pants. I mean like at a, at a at a round table you know right. mm-hmm. you know with well well thank you um, Sean for that question i just want to yeah no 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 let's let's do a debate and it ended up being so bad for Newsom there's just no way because the people of your state know it Your diehard supporters, the ones that will never not vote for you, the ones that will always vote blue, also know DeSantis was right. They can't find it in them to ever vote red. They won't ever vote Republican. They'll never leave California. They like their third job driving for Uber to make ends meet in California. They're not going to be swayed by anybody, but they're going, yeah, he's, he's right. Because nobody likes the situation in San Francisco with what's going on in the streets. One of our great listeners wrote, said, actually, the, there is a population, one segment of the population in California that's growing, the homeless. And you look <laughs> at it, I mean, but yeah. it's the violent crime. The companies that are saying, we can't do this anymore. We can't expose ourselves to it. We can't lose money. And we, you know, most importantly, we can't expose our employees to this um, crime that's going on in these zones. We're going to have to close these stores. And California is the perfect example of these extreme policies put into action that have now played out. In a really horrific way. One thing that I did appreciate that. Governor DeSantis was doing is. Something you and I have done. Because if you're being intellectually honest. You point out the fact that. And because I don't think you you can otherwise. You point out the fact that. California has tremendous resources. We've said this for years. Imagine California. Without. The massive burden of the cost of government, the high crime, and the homeless situation where it is right now. Not being handled, in fact, just the opposite, being promoted. And if you imagine that, California, nobody would come even close. And I know you know, they still have a massive economy, but the fact of the matter is that can't sustain with these policies in place. I don't know when the tipping point will be, but we're seeing it play out right now with not just individuals leaving the state in a U-Haul, but companies leave there and say, we can't do business because it's not safe. It's not profitable. It makes zero sense to be here. You know, one of the things that was brought up, this was really the first time that Newsom was on a national stage and, uh, I think that we've always, if you know, if if the person that we like better politically and on the issues loses, we'll tell you they lose. Yeah, yeah. you know, because sure. we we view it as we view it as um, you know from the actual substance of it. Newsom got smoked last yeah. night. Yeah, I mean, it was as big of a butt kicking since we're talking a lot of. They were they were talking a lot of fecal matter and stuff, but it was an old fashioned butt kicking. Yep. It really was. I mean it yep. wasn't even it wasn't even close. It was and, so bad. And and uh I you know uh we're reading we were reading a number of different uh conservatives out there that go, yeah, we're a little scared because uh Newsom was viewed as somebody that, you know, just the looks, he looks you know, he mm-hmm. he's he's young, he's got the Pat Riley hair. Um you know, he, when when he was on with uh, Hannity alone about a couple of months ago, when they talked about the debate, Hannity didn't do a good job. Right, yeah. And right. he was just promoting things. I'm like, okay, he came out looking good because the other side didn't do their job. As we have stated over and over again, you do your job, there isn't a liberal that can beat you right now. Right. And the reason is nothing is hypothetical anymore. Nope. Nothing is abstract. It's all Reality And yep. so what What Newsom was doing was trying to defend reality. And when he came out, and the reality isn't good in the American public, every single poll shows you the reality isn't good. And so when you have him on a number of issues, but I thought the one that really hurt so much was when, what grade would you give Biden? An A. What about his cognitive problems? Uh, I... I he he's he's wonderful. I would vote for him at a hundred uh, at a hundred years of age versus DeSantis. That is delusional type of thought yeah. for the majority of the American public, including the majority of Democrats, mm. the vast majority. What is it? Seventy percent mm. of Democrats that don't want Biden to run right. because of his age. Right. Yeah. So instead of just saying, "No, I think he's done a, a good job," and I give him a B or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, or B minus. Right. And we could go into why a B minus, some of the things I might not uh, like, where he agrees with Republicans, but mm. we'll get into that later. I'm just throwing that out as, right. as right. BS. Yeah. yeah. You know, but that's what you do. Uh, but, uh, you know, and uh, and then when it comes to his age, uh, you know, if you're, you know, just say, yeah, it's a concern, but I think he's doing a good job right now. But to go and throw out the 100 years of age. Yeah was just over the top where nobody bought it. That almost was to the point of not just – that That was almost to the point of gaslighting. Yeah, yeah, And was. that, And then getting caught in, in the lies that he got caught in, you know, about the population shift between California because mm-hmm. nobody's thinking per capita. No, and he knows uh, that. You know, it's almost like you lose the game 60 to nothing. You go, no, no, but you don't understand. We outgained them in first downs. Right. Yeah. Doesn't really matter. Well, I mean, you could say that last night about the Seahawks. Look, for most of the game And you know, I mean, sorry, doesn't work that way. It's it's the real measurement that everybody else uses. But that's the lack of self awareness again. You know, because here's here's the question. Why do you do it? Why? Why would a governor like Newsom, of a state like California? and is there any other state like California? Why would you go up there? No going up there because you think one day you might run. Or you might just be shadow running right now. But you're trying to make a point, and you're part, you know you're if you're self-aware. You know your party does not want the majority, do not want Biden to be the guy. I understand. You're a sitting governor. He's a sitting president. You're of the same party. And there's some rocking of the boat. But it's okay because people want to hear that. Your own party wants to hear it. Listen, I have concerns about things, uh, and I have differences with the Biden administration. When it comes to his age, uh, my biggest concern really is on uh, some of the policies are blah blah blah. People in California believe blah 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 blah, and we want to blah blah blah. Whatever, yeah. and you and it's a diversion tactic. Well, no, and and we have some problems. You know, there's some problems, and we think the border needs to be secure. But we're not here to talk about Biden. This is about. Flor- uh, California versus exact Florida, right? And you deflected, and point. you know we're still the number one economy in terms of states. Yes, yep, uh, we're right, a, yep. we are a massive economy. <laughs> and you do you know what I mean? You go you go down, and you just kind of you're going to have to play it. How did he not know to do that? Why are you there? No, there's a problem when he had he was not prepared. No, but, no, but there's a problem when you and I can figure out how he should have done it. Yeah. And we don't agree with his policies, but just from the debate standpoint, well, here's the points that you here's the points that you bring up in order to deflect. Because as we read the other day, when The Wall Street Journal lined up all the talking points, you're like, I looked at you and said on the air, I said, I couldn't walk into a debate. Right. I could not walk into a debate and attempt to defend that. I don't know why he did it except ego. Uh, yeah, the the, right. the 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 challenge uh the fact that if you're far left your state's going exactly the way that you want it and so you believe you can sell it but if you're paying attention to the polls on the issues there's no way you can sell it right and i think Let's put it this way. We've talked about how now all the issues are not hypothetical or abstract. They're now reality. And you're being judged not by just saying, well, if we do this, it will do that. Right. Right. What happened is we did this. And And here we are. And here we are. And that's the difference. You have to defend reality. Right. And Democrats haven't had to defend reality. Well, it's this is a fight. It's the difference between these things in your home or fire hazards. And you standing out in your yard with the firefighters putting the fire out because the house is on fire. That's the difference. You're right. Well, these are the fire. You know, if you just make sure that you have this and blah, 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 and these preventive tactics and blah, blah, blah. Only you can prevent home fires. Okay. There's abstract. Reality. Oh, I thought you could store gasoline. Near a flame. It's my bad. Well, reality is, yeah, the house is on fire, but we're warm. This, (laughs) right now, the temperature in that house is toasty. I just want to say toasty is a great word to use around this time of year. You know, this is pure evidence that you don't need (laughs) natural gas. Exactly. Wood burns fine. Wood burns, with a little help from gasoline. But, listen, and, and on the grading the president, Yeah, Sean, it's not my job to grade the president That's the job of the American people I'll leave that to them But here's what I will say And how do you not know how to dance? You came to the big dance Because he's never been there And he thought he was John Travolta 866-90-RED-EYE
1: Coming up, more with Gary McNamara And Eric Harley It's Red Eye Radio
0: Hey, Try Radio. He's there, Carly, and I'm Gary McNamara, Just reading this here, uh, and we'll probably delve into it more next week. Why no one wants to pay for the green transition? Wall Street Journal, uh, Greg Ipps column. Uh, In the past few years, Washington and Wall Street started fascinating that the transition to net zero carbon emissions could be an economic bonanza. When I think of climate change, I think jobs. President Biden said, "We always said that's a lie." Economically, Garbage. that's a, economics tells you that's a lie. Right. When Wall Street heard green energy, it saw profits. As Ford Motor launched its electric Mustang and pickup truck, its market value topped $100 billion for the first time. This year, the fantasy ended. Yep. And really, it's been the last couple of months. It really has been. It's like in recent weeks, they're going, oh, oh, hold on. Reality versus the abstract. I it- don't know what they thought. When they're planning, what about the investors getting involved? I know the subsidies yeah, right, were there, right? But I still wouldn't have. I saw this coming. How you, you saw it coming, right? How do you bet subsidies? on subsidies? Do you just say, "Well, look, they're putting this into motion, so they're going to keep investing as a company"? I don't know. I don't know why people bought into. It.
1: This is Red Eye Radio.